0: What up, what up, what up? Yeah, welcome to uh, was was episode three, of the carbon footprint. I'm Sean, I'm Juan, and uh, yo, shout out to anybody who's downloaded this man last two weeks. We're over 100 downloads, man, in like the two weeks or whatever we put it out, man. That's that's dope, man. That's real cool. I didn't think, yeah, that's awesome. We thought we were gonna put it out to just like two or three people, man, <laughs> but it's been cool, man, and and seeing people like on every platform man I we just put it on Apple so uh we're available on iTunes Google Music coming soon um Spotify TuneIn Stitcher uh, Podchaser we're gonna be available on all major uh, streaming platforms here pretty soon so uh shout out to you guys man thank you man look at this guy just doing it big <laughs> we out here <laughs> yo and we're back with the Ravage this week huh absolutely Ooh. man
1: I had to bring that cause it was just good it's a, it's, it's a cheap bottle of wine um but, you know, sometimes cheap is good. Listen, man, before we get started, bro, I got to I gotta bring up this, this thing that happened this week. Um, this guy's name is Shad Gaspard. I'm, I probably just butchered this guy's last name. Um, but he's a former, like, WWE wrestler, which, you know, anybody out there wrestling fans, you might know who that is. Um, but look, I looked up his, like, Wikipedia, and this guy was like, you know wrestler body uh bodyguard um mma guy tough tough man you know boxer like all around kind of badass right just a, a big guy um and he passed away this 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 past week and he because, because he got sucked up by a uh a rip current he was out with his 10 year old son um i'm not sure if they were out snorkeling or if they were doing something else out there i'm not really sure exactly what um what transpired. But there was a rip current, his son was saved by by a lifeguard and he wasn't, and then his body washed up on the shore three days later. And it really brought me back to like I started thinking about his son, right? Because now like now he's passed. And so obviously when people pass, you know, it's the it's the it's those of us that remain behind. Yeah.
0: That, that that are really And he sacrificed himself for his son, right? Like that, I don't know. The story, at least from what I read, I don't know if it's true or not. Was that the lifeguard came out and was like, uh, I guess it was kind of either or type thing. He was trying to get to both of them, and that he's, uh, I guess, supposedly pushes his son towards the lifeguard as the as the rip currents pulling him. Makes sense. Basically says, "Yo, take him," and kind of like, "I'll figure it out" type thing, and and obviously didn't. But um, yeah, that, and I think your son's gonna have to live with that forever too. You know, you think about that, right? And so I immediately brought me back to
1: there there was a time when I was a kid, elementary school. This is like probably early to mid 80s where someone had prank called my school and told me and and told them that my mother had died in a car accident. And what? Yeah, dude. And so them without checking and, and, and God bless them. Right. They just they the person in charge, I guess, just didn't know any better or, you know, whatever the case was. So he pull, they pull me out of class, and I went to a Catholic school, and um, they bring me into the church, and and the principal tells me, your mother passed away in a car accident, and you know it's funny, man. is like up until that time, I remember this as a kid. I remember playing in my head like, like tragedies, right? Like how would I feel? And I could never make myself feel like sad about it because I guess this wasn't real. It's not real, yeah. And, and I remember feeling bad. Like uh, like like man, am I am I jacked up? Right? Wrong like, something's wrong with me. I should be sad. If I'm thinking about somebody that I love dying, right? I should be sad. But it net when when it actually happened, or 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 so when I was told, man, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Right? Like that was like how, how old were you? I had to be maybe. Fifth grade, yeah, that's got a punch around there, man. And here, like, so, my mother was a single mom, right? Raised my sister and I. And so, she's like my everything, right? She's 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 everything, bro. I mean, my my, my father lived uh, uh, nearby, but um, you know, he was he was more like I mean, he'd come around and we'd see him, but it wasn't like an every other weekend I go to his house and stuff like that, right? So the relationship wasn't wasn't as tight, and my mom was just like. Everything, and so. Anyway, this 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 sort of sadness went on for about an hour until they found out that it was a hoax. Yo, so for an hour though, you thought. Oh yeah, bro! I sat there in front of like wow. the the secretary's office for probably a good hour. You know, <sighs> they, they left me in the church for a while.
0: It's crazy because you're one of the few people that's probably lived through the emotions of that right, the, of the immediate emotions right, without, you know it actually kind of coming through but you're able to tell did you tell your mom i mean i'm guessing at that age you probably told your mom like yo hey i
1: oh well that's how they found out that it wasn't real they called her job and and then they're like hey is she there They're like yeah hold on (laughs) and so is she
0: there so somebody
1: thought like let me just call the chat let me just call yeah let me just call her work number and see if she's there did you ever find out who did it, man? No, never found out who did it, man. And and I don't even know like why. Like I didn't have back then. I don't think I had any enemies. <laughs> you in fifth grade pissing people right? off. Bro. I probably made fun of somebody and they
0: just you know held a grudge. Yo, immediate thought, bro, is with so obviously that that hits you and you're like fuck. It's a punch in the gut, right? But then is the next thought like I gotta live with this motherfucker. Like <laughs> like you gotta live with your dad. Is that? <laughs>
1: you know what <laughs> I, I don't know if i i don't know if i th- i'm sure i did think about that of just like what's the aftermath right like who do i go live with i don't know if it was i don't know if i had the thought like oh i gotta go live with dad or i gotta go live with my grandmother or anything like that because you know you know hispanic families right right close yeah, to my grandmother right so my grandmother would have been like oh yes like come stay over here but anyway man so i go through that shit for like an hour they find out that you know that she's not dead the dude, the, the, the principal comes back to me, and, and he, I can tell, and they look in his face, bro, he feels like total shit, right? And he tells me, hey, I'm really, really sorry, like, he just apologizes to no end, and he's like, your mother is alive. And I was like, woo! <laughs> <Like, laughs>
0: <laughs> <bro>, I'm
1: <laughs> I'm like, yes! And, and, and he's... And dude, I can see in his face, he felt so bad. But at that point, I didn't care about anything. Yeah, and I was like... like and, I, and, I, and I'm like, yo, it doesn't matter. My mother's alive. Everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. I don't, I don't care. It was a, it was a joke. It was, yeah, it was a cruel joke. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's perspective. Yeah. It I, I don't care. So going back to, to, this, to, the, to this guy's death and, and with his son, right? So here is this, like, bigger-than-life guy. And I just mentioned how you know like for me like my mom was everything and here is this guy who is probably you know he probably has a mom too right and oh he does have a mom and i'm sure they're both in his life but your dad right like they're big guys they're tough guys oh, oh so
0: we think yeah yeah right, right? I think and but so him certainly right If him son, certainly you, you've seen him on TV yeah. maybe you, yeah yeah
1: this guy's throwing guys around in the ring
0: and he acted too so I know he had some acting roles where he's a tough guy too right. and so you
1: so it's like this guy is indestructible and for that 10 year old to lose him it just goes to show like just how fragile life is man and 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 if 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 you're I don't care if you're a dad, a mom, but if you're a parent out there, like especially in this time of, of of COVID and 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 staying home with your family and being around your family more, like man, take advantage of this time because you are heroes to your kids, and you know they really look, you know they they look at us in in a way that we'll probably never realize.
0: Yeah, not true. Sure. I don't think you could um you could put yourself in those shoes and be like, okay, how, what, how do they see me? I don't, I don't know if that'll ever happen. I've had moments with my son, you know, during this quarantine thing where, um, you know, you get this idea, this perspective of, Oh, you know, like it, this is cool. I mean a lot to him. Right. But I don't know that we'll ever really truly understand, you know, like I, like I've gotten caught up with the, Hey, you know, I, I, I'm watching this or I'm reading this or I got to work or whatever it is. And, um, And you know my son has done the whole uh, yeah I I just wanted to spend some time with you thing and you know immediately you're just like oh (laughs) I'm a shitty dad yeah such a dick but yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) a lot of people would argue that (laughs) but you know I think that that you're right man like I don't know that you'll ever ever be able to see i think the closest thing is looking at your own parent right how, how you revered maybe your own parent and you just look at that and go you know you would you hope that they look at you the same way assuming you have a good relationship with your own parents right like yeah like i'm saying both. like i love my mom right like so the, that would would have been crushing to me so you know you would hope that someone looks at that or you, that your kids would look at that the same way you would look at that man that's yeah that, that story was nuts man when i read about him kind of sacrificing himself. You know, I, I thought of, like, man, the, the first thought was, like, the kid's got to live with that forever, right? As a 10-year-old, the last memory you have is that, right? And, you know, who knows how it played out, right? But you, we all think of this, like, movie scenario where he's pushing his son towards a lifeguard and, right. you know, whatever's going on at that time. And then you figure that kid's going to have to replay that over and over and over. Yeah, it's it's a... It's shitty, man. Yeah, it's yeah, especially it's, like no, you really said is. for for your dad who who seemed indestructible,
1: right? And so that, absolutely, and... absolutely. Like I said, it's watching this guy throw people around in the ring, and um, it's just like I said, just with this whole COVID nineteen thing. I mean, people are losing family members, you know, due to the virus, um, but also these these other tragedies are are also are also happening. So it's just a, it's a good time for us to take a step back and go. You know what man, let's let's look at what what we're grateful for, what, what, what we have and life is precious, man. Yeah, man, what's important, right? Absolutely. Now with the with now with the COVID nineteen thing, I gotta say, there's been I think there's been some good things that come out of this. Obviously that's one of them, right? Like like you're you're home more yeah. with your family and you're able to to like for school. Shout out to the teachers, bro. I've been trying to help my kids and and luckily it was really like the first 3 weeks of this whole distance learning where I had to help them out through stuff right help through the through the technology help them to understand the technology and how to use it um but man in the beginning I mean, we we got through it obviously and then and then they learned what they had to do and then and then they were sort of self-reliant um but shout out to the teachers man you guys put yeah. up with a lot of stuff man like we <laughs> yeah. don't we don't realize and and I know there's a lot of parents out there
0: that can't wait for their kids to go back to school so they could <laughs> so somebody else could, could Some, deal with their crap. Yeah. Dude, I, I so yeah, man, shout out to teachers. Like and then I've obviously seen it firsthand um with my wife and stuff and, and all the things they've had to go through. But you know, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know that any other uh industry, right? Um you know, because education is sort of an industry, right? It, it it's 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 a it's a business, I guess, you know, like Absolutely. I don't know that any other industry has adapted as well as the education system. Like if you think about, um, they literally over less than a week span had to change a curriculum, had to deploy it, um, you know, electronically as well as through paper material. They had to put together workbooks and things like that for people who didn't have access to internet or didn't have access to laptops or whatever it was. So, um, less than a week span literally changed the entire model of everything that they do and rolled it out almost seamlessly. Like I don't, I don't know about you, your kids, but our kids didn't have any issues with with technologically didn't have any issues. Um, you know, I, I think it's a learning curve as far as trying to get them to learn the material and do stuff, but everything worked the way it was supposed to work. And they rolled this stuff out in a few days. And you think about how many companies would have been able to do that in that amount of time. Um, I think that was super impressive for me to see was watching teachers do that and pull it off over essentially a weekend is like, Hey, by Monday, you're going to, this is, this is how it rolls now. And you've got 20 something students and you've got to get them this, um, this, this lesson. You got to put all these things together and create these modules and YouTube videos and all this stuff. No one I think has adapted faster than the education system. Um, certainly here in orange and Osceola County, like shout out to those guys, man.
1: I mean, I know for for us, we they had the kids actually went on spring break. And so they kind of had that week already baked in and it was like, OK, we're going to extend it for another week. And so they had a couple of weeks. But but like you said, to, you know, the public education system that gets a bad rap.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, shout out to those guys, man, because they, they did. They they really did. They they put it together in a really short period of time. and And, and kudos to the teachers, man. Because now, and I was thinking about this, like, it's different when you have face to face, right? And 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 my kids or my, my two oldest are in middle school. And so they have like eight different classes. And so the teach as a teacher, you only really have to deal with them for the for that hour during the day. And you get to answer the you know, they, they get to ask questions, they get you have to answer them. And then if they don't get answered, there's always tomorrow now take all eight periods and if kids have questions and they're emailing them to you like I wonder what these guys email box look like or oh, their it's, their, it's, their their chat sessions or what have you this had, it had to be crazy cause it's I knew be it. Insane. I know a few times there was one of my sons complained about that he had emailed the teacher and she had not gotten back to him sort of in a you know quote unquote timely manner <laughs> but I'm like hey man she's got to deal with you know several
0: hundred students doing the same thing and, you know, our kids come from this uh, now, now, now oh generation, God, right? We so talk about that shit all the time, is not a <laughs> <laughs> It's not a virtue. you Pati- nope, definitely not, man. Um, yeah, man, but I think, obviously, tragic um, what this stuff has done to people, you know, as far as the, the virus and stuff and, and the amount of people that it's killed. But um, there was a lot of upsides to this, man. I think there was a lot of upsides. I think there was a lot of hard truths that people had to learn. Um, you know, like, again, I spent a lot more time with my family um, than I had been and I would have. And I think um, all that was good. I think, you know, we were talking earlier, if you're a parent who had a kid in high school and maybe your kid's going away to college and you got to spend these last two months with your kid at home and, you know, certainly there it wasn't all, um, you know, sunshine and rainbows. I'm sure there was some battles in there, but I think you'll look back on this time and go, man, I'm, I'm glad I had those two, three months you know, locked in the house and you're, you're watching movies together. You're, you're maybe you're reading stuff together. You're playing board games or whatever you're doing. You know, I think spending time, I think this is a time we'll look back on fondly. Um, for sure. Uh, I also think man, that, you know, we watch these people protesting over dumb shit, right? Because they can't get their hair done or whatever it is. Um, I think just cut yeah, it off. Yeah. Just, just Karen, just shave it. Um, so like, I think there's fucking, uh, so, so I think what happens to people, man, is obviously there's a lot of unemployment. Um, there's people losing their jobs. It's tar- It's terrible, right? So it's a stressful time. But I think for a lot of people, what they're realizing is that their life is meaningless. And, and, I, and I don't mean that as like, hey, your life is meaningless. I mean that in a sense of I think the things that we revered that we thought meant something are pointless, right? Like most people, maybe they... Um, they identify themselves by what they do for a living or their job. And some people are happy with that and that's cool. And so I think watching how, and you know, most people think they're irreplaceable and all that. I think that stuff kind of coming crashing down and people realizing like, Oh, I'm expendable. And then I don't have any interest. I don't have any things outside of this. So then people lose their identity. I think that's been hard for some people to grasp, which is why then you see all this other kind of the revolt because people are starting to get this wake up call, and maybe they don't want to face it to themselves. Of hey, like, do some other shit, you know? Like, yeah, d- yeah like, d- do something. And like, obviously, if you're happy bumming it out at home and you're not doing nothing, like, yeah, keep doing you, right? Like I did it first two weeks of quarantine. I didn't do a damn thing, man. I got fat. I ate. And I watched Netflix for two weeks, man, and I needed it. Like, I think mentally, I needed the break. I needed to shut down. I was good. After those two weeks, I was like, all right, man, here we go. and and I'm in a space now where I feel like there still isn't enough time in the day, even through quarantine. And I think it's perspective is everything. and I think if if you are bored during this time, you lack imagination, man and and some inspiration because there's there's zero. I couldn't think of a time where I'm like, I'm bored. I wish I could go out and do something. There's so much stuff that you could be doing right now, man, that I think we'll look back on and go, uh, you know, all those moments that we're like, man, I wish I had more time to do this and more time than that. This was it. This was it. This was a once in a lifetime. And if you let that slip, man, you know, like we, we probably wouldn't have started this, right? If it wasn't for this time. Probably not now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I you know maybe we talked about it forever right like at least a forever. year right oh absolutely we talked about it forever we might have brought it up for the first time years ago and it just kind of was like a uh, like a like a throwaway comment type thing but I don't know that this would have happened without that right so I think there's a lot of good stuff here man and I wish people would stop and just take the perspective of you know and I know again you're losing your job whatever's going on just shift that focus to, hey man, what is this open for me? What opportunities are presented to me? Exactly. Yeah. I have a, I have a
1: neighbor who, um, him and his wife both lost, lost their jobs. And they, he's always been sort of like this, the handyman guy, right? You need something done in the house. Like he usually will either help you or he'll know how to do it. Um, so what they did was they started doing landscaping and not cutting grass, but like, if the front of your house looks like shit and you wanted to go and like make it look pretty, like he'll go and do it for a for for a much lesser fee. Right. Then somebody else that would come in and do it. And then he sort of put stipulations around it where he would he go. I'm only willing to work four hours a day. So I'm going to give you this amazing price. The product is going to be amazing. It's going to take me a little bit longer, but you're going to be happy in the end. And so he's taken that. And he's actually jumping some business from that. And then he went on and started to, d- to dabble in like trading stocks, nothing big, but between the two and a couple with unemployment, like he's, he's making enough to survive. And then he's telling me, man, I went out and bought a kayak. Like I saw this, you know, this, this, this state park that's 20 minutes away I've been here 20 years. I've never seen this place. is amazing. Right? So, and and he's going, now my job is talking about bringing people back. And he's going, man, I'm, I'm almost hustling harder now to justify not going back.
0: Yep. I think you're going to see that a lot, man. I think the people who sit at home and who realize e- either you're working from home and you're going, oh, wow, this is. Like, I, I can do my job and then I can have so much more time, right? Because regardless of how close you work to your job, you're losing at least two hours a day between getting ready and, you know, the commute and all this other ancillary things that go with commuting to an office. You're losing two hours a day, right? Like so Minimum. Minimum, right? So you're... Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of people go either find side hustles and realizing a maybe I don't need as much as I thought I needed to survive and they figure out a way to survive with less but they're happier people Um, or they do find something that makes them equally as much money where they go man I'm only working two or three or four hours a day or as many as I want right if I want to maximize my earnings but it's on my time. And I get all this other time now that's freed up that I think what happens is we're so programmed, right, to think like, oh, we got to work this many hours a day. We got to work this many hours a week. And suddenly you get this time and you're like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. But then when you start to unlock the, oh, man, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, Uh, you know, I've had time to take care of this. Then you go, oh, shit, I don't want to go back to what I was doing before and being shackled in that sense because I'm finding like I can fill up just as much time, still make a living, and get to do all these things. Like he said, he's kayaking, probably something he wouldn't have done in the past. And if he gets to do it during the week, you don't have to deal with crowds that go to a place like that on a Saturday and Sunday. Then you're like, oh, okay, I can trade stocks. So now you're learning something else. Most, most people wouldn't, wouldn't bother to invest and, and learn about stocks. So I think you're going to see this happen a lot, man. I think once For a lot of people, I think once the shock wears off of... Um, the new world per se, right? Because it is gonna be new. There's zero chance we're going back to how it used to be. you know, in whatever uh, way, shape or form. I think if you're a business and you tout the, um, you know, we're going to go back to how the way things used to be, we're going to wait for that, then you're losing because you have to adapt to whatever this is now. And those are the people that are going to be around, I think. And then those are the people who are going to survive, not only from a product perspective, I think that you offer people, but from a talent perspective, uh, if you're still going, oh, I want to get back, I can't wait to have people inside of an office building. And you know, you guys are here, you know, 50 hours a week or whatever it is you're done because most people are now realizing I don't have to do that I can still get my job done I can still deliver um, you know a a, a a great version of me that gets the job done in maybe half the time or maybe 30 hours and I'm doing it from home. I think companies are gonna be forced to adapt to this man or you're not gonna retain top talent or I don't uh, or you know I think your product goes with it you know it'll be really interesting to see zero chance we go back to the way things used to be man.
1: yeah I think uh Twitter, Right, I think Twitter is leading the way with. They're saying people don't ever have to come back to the office if they don't want to. Good for him. Um, I think. Yep. I think Google's doing like not until twenty twenty one. There's another one. I can't remember the name of the company, but another tech company that's pretty much doing the same thing. Um, I mean, even us and uh, us will go nameless, um, but you know they're telling us that they don't even know when people are going to go back to the office and in you know in what aspect right are they going to go back are we going to be like sort of a percentage are they going to really look at the at at the workforce and go you know what it maybe you guys don't need to
0: ever come into the office rightfully so yeah rightfully so rightfully so i think people are married to this idea of bodies and seats and seeing them means they're productive No, no the the work in the product will speak to productivity right like you'll know when someone's not working um if, if you have good people, right? Like if, you, if you're if you a good manager and you're on top of your stuff, right? If you're a good leader of people, you'll know the the, the people who are and aren't working. Um, but yeah, I think you'll certainly there are jobs where you need to be in person and maybe it's a day or two or three or a week or whatever it is where maybe there's better collaboration when you're in a room. I don't know, if, if you're pitching an idea for a commercial, if you're a marketing firm or whatever, maybe there's something to be said for being in the same room and talking and, and vibing off each other and getting some, and I think you can still have that. I don't think that'll completely go away. But I certainly think, yeah, if you're in IT, if you're an accountant, if you're in web design, if you're in, in databases, or whatever, like, there's zero reason for you to ever be in an office space. And if you're a company, you don't see that as a potential of not only do I I can now real estate's expensive. Right. And and when you start getting into these major cities like New York and San Francisco and L.A., and and, and on top of that, the traffic that's in San Francisco and L.A., if, if in those cities you go, OK, I'm going to let you work from home. You never have to step into the office it's it's you know like i think you're gonna attract more talent you're gonna give people a lot of time back that they're spending on their commute i i just don't see how it goes back to the old way you're gonna save on real estate right because you're not gonna have these people in an office so now you can get a smaller building maybe you have these flex spaces that people can be in then you go okay so i can smaller office so now i'm leaving a smaller footprint right you go i'm spending less on utilities i'm spending less on rent or mortgages. And so as a company, I'm more viable when something like this happens, I'm not as, as, um, affected or impacted, right? It's not that big of a deal. If I have to make a, a, instead of a $20,000 office space rent, maybe I'm paying 10, you know? So I, I think you'll see a lot of changes from the good companies. I think you'll see a lot of changes, you know, Twitter, obviously, um, Jack Dorsey, smart individual, um, created square as well. I think I'm pretty sure he, um, you know, rightfully so, he's, people never have to come back. I, I guarantee you, and Twitter, if anyone is good at analytics, probably can see the analytics of, oh, our guys are more productive. Um, our employees are happier. We're still pulling out the same product. We're still pulling out, you know, and I and I think that's going to show. And, you know, your your employees are the front-facing people, and you keep them happy, your product's always going to be 10 times better. So I think uh, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think there's a, a going back, man. Uh, yeah. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's adapt or die, right? And then even with the environment,
1: I mean, the environment. So I have, I have some friends that live near the beach. And, um, and this is probably, probably going to be a deterrent to some of you beachgoers. But <laughs> um, like they're seeing sharks nearby, stingrays, things that you don't normally see. Um, I, I, saw, I saw a story of down in Mexico where it was actually in Cancun where there's, like, those string of hotels, right, Acro- um, along, along the, uh, the shore. And they were seeing more turtles than they've seen, like, ever in their lifetime, you know, coming up to lay eggs. Come at, yeah. And so it's something to be said about, about, you know, how much damage, you know, we as humans do do to the planet. And um, I know my, my wife and I were talking, and I'm like, man, maybe, maybe like, one month a year you should you should just I don't want to say quarantine, but like man, give the planet a break,
0: yeah, think about the carbon footprint a a that is about you know people and, with gas right and and carbon emissions, and like you said the animals who are now kind of coming out i've I've heard even people say in neighborhoods more sightings of um you know whether it's bears or a fox or what here and there that they're seeing more come out because they're going, some of those things you don't want right but, no, I mean, but hey,
1: you know that, that's what would happen if we would disappear,
0: yep. Exactly, so I think uh, we're so fucking selfish, though, as human beings, right? Oh like God, we won't bro. let that happen um, because we're so. Man, one of the things that this taught me, man, was that we put uh, the dollar above everything. everything. Yeah, everything, man. Like we, you know, <laughs> remember the all lives matter thing? It's like mm, unless the economy starting to tank, then suddenly le- some lives are less important than other. But like, so some of the uh, like. Even people who you who, you know, we both have uh, uh, social media, it was Facebook or, or Twitter or Instagram. But, but, you know, you see these people who are always talking smack about rich people or about, you know, whatever the, um, you know, there's obviously animosity there, I think, between haves and have nots and uh, for whatever reason. So those people are complaining about and, you know, oh, you know, we, we got to be able to get back to work and we got to be able to get back to money and this and that. And you go, OK, I get it. People have to pay bills and it's a stressful time. But. I would think that most of us can take it on the chin for a month or two. If you go, hey, man, if we do this for the next two or three months, I'm going to save your grandparent. I'm going to save your cousin who has, you know, emphysema or, you know, like whatever it is. We don't care. Like we are literally out riding in the streets. And as humans, I think we're innately just selfish where we just go, this doesn't benefit me. So I don't care. Um, and I, I and money over everything, right? Like money is, you know- it's, I, a, it's a religion. It's a religion. And I said this half joking, but I'm not joking. Um, you know, I put out a tweet earlier today, at one on stage, by the way, um, that <laughs> you, uh, if you really want to solve uh, police shooting unarmed black men or minorities or mass shootings, figure out a way to hurt the economy every time those things happen. And I guarantee you, we will find a solution. Like, I don't know if you go as a a community, yeah, like like as a community of minorities, if we go, you know, and and, uh, full disclosure, someone raising a, a partly black son, right? Like this stuff is something that I do think about, but I go if as minorities, we said every time one of these things happen for two days, we're not going to spend any money on anything. We're not going to buy. We're not going to buy anything on Amazon. We're not going to eat out. We're just, we're going to go to work or whatever. We're going to come back and we shut it down. And they look at the economic impact of something like that. I guarantee you somebody will find a way to fix things. And that's just, you know, maybe oversimplifying it. But it, it, I think, unfortunately, for our race is that the only thing we can all kind of agree on is dollars. Right. So if you figure out a way to um I think to hurt an economy when it comes to, again, just mass shootings or, or these um, the shooting of unarmed black men, then you will find a, a solution to this problem. I guarantee it if we find a way to hurt the economy. The other thing I thought of when we were talking about teachers is cops, if you paid cops more, then now suddenly, and, and you've raised the requirements to be a police officer, now you're you're changing the the caliber of person, I think, that applies for that job. Oh, absolutely. And you're going to get a better result from that as well. I think you can't pay someone $36,000 a year and expect that people who make a decision to do that are going to be the top tier human beings that we have who make rational decisions. And listen, I have cop friends. I don't think all cops are shitty. Um, You know, I have utmost respect for what they do. I think it's easy to be sitting here and going, you know, like, obviously, I know anytime these guys approach a car, they don't know what's happening. Right. They've obviously are doing things based off of experience, but there's clearly a problem here. Right. So. And I think a lot of cops, a lot of the good ones would agree they would like to feel safer as well as make the community that they serve feel like they're actually there to help. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking about this and I'm going, I think the only way you solve things like that is you got to figure out a way to hurt the economy when it happens. It's the only way that we're all going to get on the same page with it. It's not going to get solved any other way. I've, 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 I've
1: never thought about it that way, but I don't, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great point. Um, and in keeping with the the whole sort of the the dollar, I'll tell you one thing that I figured out during this whole quarantine was that I looked at my savings account, right? And, and I got some savings, but it's nothing crazy, right? But it's definitely, you know, a low percentage of what I, of what I make annually. I looked at that and I, and I said, huh, what do I need to pay my mortgage for the year? What do I spend on groceries? What do I spend on my electric bill? And between those three things, because those are my sort of necessities, if you will, I was like, "I'm good, you're good, and I'm like i'm going, I feel like I could stretch this whole thing for about a year
0: and live comfortably
1: and just you know yeah, you just don't go out and buy buy shit right like you don't you don't go out and buy the 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 things on the whim we're not we're not going to to disney, we're not going to you know we're not we're not doing those extra things." You'd be surprised if you ever sat down and actually looked at your expenses, and 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 really categorized like what is an what is an actual necessity, and no, people, haircuts is not a necessity, right? So, and not saying yeah, the 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 twenty bucks a, a week is gonna or however however often you get a haircut is gonna is gonna hurt you. You could probably get get away with still getting your haircuts. Um, I know women's hair is a lot a lot more than that, right? I'm just talking from a male perspective, but. You look at the things that are that are actual necessities and then you break down and you go, Wow, like I actually don't need
0: that much to live. No, most of us don't, right? It's about what you spend, not, you know, what you make. It's not what you make. But it's what we're you all spend. caught up on the on the zeros. And I think we've all done it, right? Like we we think that we have this number in our head, right? Of oh, if I can make this and and then you get there and your life doesn't change, right? Because <laughs> because there's always that, um, that whether it's a house or a car or or you know maybe the school you want to put your kids in or whatever it is you're always going to spend more right because you feel like you almost have to like I make it right I might as well spend it so I think there isn't a number for any human being I think that you're ever comfortable with but when you sit down you're right I think and go okay based on my current lifestyle what things are I I have because they're nice to have and some of that's cool right I think some of that helps you get a, a, a mental break and some of that brings you joy and happiness like by any means do that but you, you'd you be shocked. I bet you most people could cut half of their expenses and live the exact same way almost. Except, you're right, I, maybe I'm spending one less weekend away at a at a resort somewhere or, you know, but then you go, do I replace that with something equally as fun that I don't end up missing that much? Um, right, that, that doesn't cost what, doesn't that, cost, what that costs, right? right? And then ultimately I'm happier 365 days a year instead of the seven days of vacation or whatever that I take, right? Like most of us think of that uh, you know, we 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 try to kill ourselves all year to take that one week of vacation, and you go, um, "What if my life then became that all the time? What am I willing to give up for that all the time?"
1: Dude, I, and that is what you know when 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 you wake up on a, on a Monday, most people say, "Damn, it's Monday, right?" And people are always uh, are are very excited for Fridays and oh, thank God it's Friday. And and, and and even when somebody says it it's like, Oh yeah, thank God it's Friday and we sort of laugh about it. It's really sad. It is. It is actually really sad that that, that we dread Mondays and look forward to Fridays and look forward to the, the the week or two off or, you know, whatever whatever your job gives you, um, rather than waking up on a daily basis. And I'm not saying you're gonna be excited all the time, but damn, like if you could use this time of COVID and really figure out like what's gonna set me on fire, right? Yeah. And 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 yeah, what what inspires me? Yeah. What motivates me. What? It's like what's gonna wake me up in the morning that I. L- you should at the very minimum, not be dreading what you're gonna do when you wake up in the morning. Now, hey, I'm also realistic, right? We all gotta pay bills, and and I and I get it. And if you gotta if you gotta have a job and and. And, and to, to pay those bills, you know, do you boo boo. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah,
0: there's a practicality to it as
1: well. That but I- there's also time in the day. And even though you're tired, it's like there's time in the day for you to go figure out what you actually want to do. And then use those time. Even if you're tired, use those times after hours to go and pursue that. And it's not going to be overnight. Right. It's going to be something that's going to, you're going to have to work on for possibly for years. But, what else are you doing, yeah. right? Like, what's the the alternative is just staying staying where you are, and 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 again dreading Mondays and looking forward to Fridays, and I don't know about you, man. Like, I'm I'm, I like what I do, you know, I'm in IT. I I, I do I I enjoy what I do, but I think I enjoy it mostly because, um, I help I basically help people do their jobs better. I make people's jobs easier, yeah. and so and so I i get gratitude from that but even to this podcast right that we just started it's like i look forward to this yeah it's fun it is it's it's it's, it's fun and if and if nothing ever comes from this right we just we just saw joe rogan get his 100 Jeez. million dollars right shout listen, out joe rogan right God damn. i mean hey listen Woo. that that guy is an amazing podcast oh, He an yeah.
0: amazing guest he does a phenomenal job howard stern of our generation howard stern for podcasting podcast. like no doubt about it yeah joe rogan changed the game yeah
1: and 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 you know great for him super happy for that guy right and i'm you know when we started this we're like it's not monetary like we're gonna do this we'll do this for as long as we want for free
0: yeah for free we're doing for kicks and giggles We really to hang out and drink and talk (laughs) shit (laughs) salute (laughs) salute to that brother shit man dude you know what's funny man and i think about the people who have been winning lately like like a joe rogan um and i listen to joe's show a lot he is so damn positive and so damn you know same thing with gary v right who who puts out all this positivity but joe man he doesn't pick sides in politics and i know people were giving him shit about him coming on uh, about the bernie thing or whatever but joe is one of the most rational people that I've ever seen when he interviews people and he and he has people from all walks of life republicans, democrats, he has hunters on, he has non-hunters on, he has scientists, he, you know like I've never seen such a well-rounded show where he literally has everyone on and he's genuinely interested in what they have to say, which makes his show so good. Like, he's so open-minded and so positive about everything. Even if it's a topic that he has absolutely uh, no clue on or or maybe he has an opinion on it and someone comes in to dispute the other side, I think because he approaches everything with, a, with an honest uh, curiosity – uh, it makes him such a great interviewer. And I think even if you don't agree with all his guests, it's hard not to listen to that and go, oh, OK, I, like it's a perfect example of if everyone just shut up and like listen to what each other have to say, you'll realize that you, or you might learn something like, "Oh, OK, I hadn't looked at it, you know, to your point earlier from that perspective. Right. I didn't see it from that other side. And now suddenly I'm looking at it from from those lenses and i think that's what uh joe's show does for me a lot you know um example i was one of these like anti-hunter not anti-hunter but just hunting wasn't my thing like i i'd, I'd hear people talk about hunting and i'm kind of like eh, shooting an animal is not like not my idea of a good time. Um, but I he's had so many people on, and he's obviously an avid hunter. But when they talk about obviously the positives that they see with hunting and the reasons why, and I, and then obviously um frowning upon the people who don't do it correctly and who bring the animals, you start to see that other side. And I go, oh, okay, I may not go out, but I understand it, and I and I have a respect for it, and I um and I think and I have an appreciation for the art and how difficult it is to see. And and you go, I think that's what good conversation does, man. And Joe has been just at the forefront of that, without even meaning to. I think Joe, uh, he'll say it himself, he was just a guy who's curious as hell, and would just, add, you know, like, I think if we had people on, and we would just talk shit with anybody, I don't, you know, Barack, or you wanna bring Trump, or you wanna bring whoever, you're like, I think we would have a genuine curiosity of those people's thought uh, patterns that I think would open up, I think, better discussions that most people would like to have, you know.
1: Absolutely, you know, sometimes I find myself that if if i if i listen to someone whether it's in whether it's in person or or through a video or whatever i almost feel like i'm easily persuaded yeah but over time i find that i'm it's not that i'm persuaded it's really that is that i look at it and i go like huh i never really thought about it that way yeah right and so it's just a, it's it's interesting perspectives um you mentioned the the hunting thing and you know it's funny because you know when you and i talk it's like shit just pops right yeah. so hunting i gotta I got tell you a quick story man right i'm not i am not I'm not, a, not a hunter um I'm not against it either. I do know that part of it is like um sort of almost like an animal control like population control yep. right so there's yeah. so there's rules and regulations around hunting um depending on what area you live in, so it's like if if you know if the deer population in you know in Bumfuck wherever is if they're overpopulated, then during this time you're able to go out and you can hunt and you can um, you can get so many deer. Maybe it's one, maybe it's three, yeah. right? And so, when I was a kid, I used to go. I was um, in New York. In New York, they had a a program called the Fresh Air Fund, and it's and I, I believe it's still around. Um, so shout out to the Fresh Air Fund because this I mean this is talk about perspective. I mean this gave me a different perspective on life. And so, anyway, every summer from the time that I was six to the time that I was probably like 14, maybe 13, 14, um, I would get on a bus from the, from the city. They'd bus you out to Pennsylvania, and, and a family would come and pick you up. And you stay with them for like two, four, <laughs> or six weeks. It's
0: fucking crazy. It
1: is crazy, right? Like, <laughs> if you think about that now, would you send your kids? Hell no. Hell no, right? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, um, so I went there. I met up with this phenomenal family. I still consider them family today. I love these guys to death. They're, they're probably, they are, not probably, they are hands down the best people that I know. Anyway, so the guy that I stayed with, the husband, he was into hunting. And so naturally, as a young kid, being impressionable, I was like, oh yeah, I want to do that too. So when I got of age, I think it was like 12. Um, I go out and get my hunting license, bow, bow hunting license, right? And so the 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 season is coming around. I wanna I want to say it's like fall. So I actually take a trip over there on the train and just to go hunting for like a weekend, right? And so we're bow hunting, and in bow hunting, you don't walk around, so it's boring as shit. You gotta basically go somewhere and whether it's in like a tree stand or or whether it's like just in a spot. You just sit there for hours, and you
0: hope something. And comes you hope by. something comes by, and then you got to make a shot, and then you got to make a shot. Fucking bow! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I
1: ain't talking about no crossbow or nothing, right? This is a this is a bow. Now it was a, a compound bow, right? So it's not it's not like an Indian type, you know, like a like a Native American, you know, t- typical Native American thing you see on like a cowboys Indians. Anyway, last day last day of hunting for the weekend um i get put in this spot and the the adult right he puts he puts me in this spot he puts a a buddy of mine who was his nephew in a, in a in a spot you know further down the woods and then he goes off into the woods all by himself
0: <laughs> right yo just a uh, this guy in the middle of nowhere in pennsylvania left me in a bush in the middle of- <laughs> yeah.
1: Dude. that shit okay. sounds crazy. It's so, oh so, dude, so it's and I don't know what time it is, but but we're there. I'm sitting in this, and I'm, I'm literally by this tree, standing by this tree for hours. Okay, <laughs> so about maybe 15 yards away from me, there's and, and into the woods, there's like this trail, and. The trail kind of comes parallel to me, and then and then it goes off further into the woods. So, it's and, and and by trail I mean like you can tell it's been it's either been walked or or animals have, you know, uh, frequently traveled that area. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I hear this shit and I hear this crunch 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 crunch, right? And so, I'm I'm heart starts beating right. And I hear it's getting closer, it's getting closer, and I know it's coming down this path. And so I rear back my bow, right? And I'm waiting, because it's just getting closer. And I know it's this deer. We're going deer hunting, by the way. I know I didn't say that in the beginning. We're going deer hunting. Like, in my head, here comes this deer. Out from around the corner comes a black bear. Oof, dude. I, I didn't let go of the arrow. Obviously, I let you know. I, I brought the bow back to, to its normal position, stood back against a tree. You talk about being—I was twelve, dude. In the middle of the woods. In the middle of the woods, and I and I were—I we're wound were, up who left you there, dude. <laughs> the, our truck—the truck that we drove over there—was probably minimum of a quarter mile away from where i was so he was this black bear coming on all fours right so but but actually what was luckily for me he sort of followed that trail so who knows if he if he smelled me or was was, was scared of me you know whatever I, who knows all i know was that this thing and then it looked small to me it looked it looked like it was small on all fours but so black bears don't get too big but so now all i could think of was it's a baby where's the mom the mom is coming right so i'm going okay so what do i do now if if the mom comes do i shoot it and run or do i <laughs> do shoot, I shoot it? do i shoot it and climb the tree and i'm like oh shit they climb trees right if i run they can run faster than me i'll just piss it off if i shoot it so all this stuff and i'm there for it. dude because i have to stay there until he comes back to collect us <laughs> So I have nowhere to go. I have, I, I can't go to. The, I don't want to go to the truck because I don't want him to come back and not find me. There's no cell phones. This is this is like '88.
0: No. No way. No no, 8, no,
1: no sorry '86. That's the year I
0: was born. Holy
1: <laughs> shit, man.
0: <laughs> Bro, what? That should sound like a Criminal Minds episode. Hey, first off, the hunter left me in the middle of the woods. Said he'll be right back. <laughs> It's been six hours i ain't seen this guy oh man that's, that's my that, that is that imagine? is my hunting story the first and the last oh man can you imagine if that bear would eating you or something <laughs> right like and then you can't find your body like what story does that guy sell <laughs> i don't know we were home and he just walked off <laughs> Oh uh, no, man. you right. And then you go like, oh they could climb trees too. Yeah. Stay your asses inside. Holy
1: shit. Shout out to L, man. That <laughs> that's, that's my guy, man. That, they, they, not for nothing, man, but really like real talk, that dude was like big time like father figure for me, man. I love I love that guy to death. And,
0: <laughs> you were just but, up there, not not that long ago, right? Like I feel like you went it, up for a wedding a or something f- a couple years. He was a few years ago. I do
1: remember. You yeah, yeah, it was a few years ago. But but yeah, shout out to that guy, man. He, he's, <laughs> he's awesome. But yeah, looking back on it, it's like, right? My mom sends me on a bus
0: to some people she don't know. (laughs) I'm going to summer camp at somebody's house. (laughs) Whose house? I don't know. They signed up for a program. (laughs) Shit just don't sound right. The only thing that would have made that better if it's it's run by the Catholic Church. (laughs) (laughs) It's an (laughs) all-male summer camp. (laughs) It's in the house with priests. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bro oh that's so dope man That's you know what man times are different man I think maybe not different I think uh, no they are
1: different bro yeah different. I tell my wife that you know I tell my wife the, 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 the story and she's met them and obviously like I said they're, they're fantastic people um, but when I asked you know I've asked her in the past of like, would you allow the boys to do something like that and the answer is an emphatic answer Hell no. Right? Like she goes, I know them now. I would send them to, to, to those folks, but, but not, not, not random. Yeah,
0: that's weird,
1: man. I, I know it is different now. I believe that they, you know, that, like I said, I think the program, the Fresh Air Fund is still out there. Um, I think they do like background checks now and like there's
0: a, it's a lot more strange. What do you think it changed Rose. that though? Like we say times are different. What, what do you think changed that?
1: Oh, dude, somebody's fucked up see man it has to be somebody some somebody along the line messed up right they 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 abused a kid or or something to that effect and even if that didn't happen it's just the fact that things are more visible right over time right it's like i think but i don't know see i I can't speak on when it changed i just know from what i've been told that it that it has changed
0: no i think no, it, it absolutely has changed because I, I was having this conversation the other day. I, I walked to school as like a six or seven-year-old by myself, me and my sister, in Newark, New Jersey in the early 90s to uh, to summer camp. and Sometimes to school. or not to summer camp, but to after school camp, you know, a couple blocks from the school, but by ourselves, right? And then I won't even leave my kids home alone now to run to the grocery store for five minutes. My kids are 10 and 6, right? Like So I think about all the stuff I did at that age. And it wasn't bad to me then, right? Like, you know, our parents laid out, oh, here's what you do, and you go about it. I think my kids would, and it's probably my fault, right? I think it's the way we've raised these kids is they'd never make it in a scenario like that. Like, if I dropped my kids off three blocks from here and told them to find their way home, I wonder if they'd be able to do it. Forget about it, it. dude. But, you know, like, I don't think... You know, we say times have changed. You know what I think has really happened? I think it's what you're saying about it's it's the visibility of stuff, man. I think times are exactly this or things like the amount of kidnappings or people doing shitty things Agreed. has not changed. Right. I think it's we have access to everything that happens almost a minute that it happens. And for unfortunately, as much as we have a lot of good information, the information that's brought to the forefront is also all the ne- is mostly the negative. Right. So. The, That's what you're brainwashed with it, daily. Man. Yeah, it's all the say, kidnaps, kidnap, 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 kidnaps, all this. I even, can't even imagine a lot. La- oh, not imagine. I can't even remember
1: the last time I, I, saw, I heard some good news other than if it's by word of mouth. Not, it's not through the
0: media. No, because we're not clicking an article that goes like, hey, uh, 14 kids went out to the fresh air phone, had a good time, and didn't get killed by a bear. <laughs> I'm not clicking on that article, bro. You know what I'm clicking on? I'm clicking on the one that says, yo, was in the middle of the woods, bear approached me. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Then I'm like, oh, shit. Could he not finish the sentence because the bear ate his hand? <laughs> like, <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> That's the article
1: I'm clicking on, man. And then you're laughing about it and moving on. yep so numb to it i'm like damn he
0: lost his hands
1: that's a good point like how (laughs) desensitized are we to things right everything man everything everything matter of fact earlier this week right when i hit you up about about the 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 i can't remember his name now what the heck's his name it's the shad shad uh, yeah shad right and i hit you up about that and just go hey did you see this right you kind of was like Oh, yeah. Like, I,
0: I kind of skimmed over I it. did, man. I did. I scrolled through the article. I, I, you know, I clicked it. I read really quickly, and I went like, oh, shit, man, that's fucked up. And then I backed out and went on to the next thing, man. And it's because you're so desensitized to stuff now because you see it. Even during this thing, man, I was seeing something the other day about, like, celebrities and stuff that have died during this quarantine. Um, and, you know, a lot of them are elderly celebrities, stuff like that. But it's like, it doesn't even it's so rare that something is shocking now, you know, like this, because we see it so much that, yeah, you kind of read stuff and you're going, oh man, yeah, no. But
1: you know what's funny is that it's it's all of the the, the bad news that gets the ratings. Yeah. So yeah. at some point, you would you would think that because we are becoming desensitized to it, that it no longer makes money. We still
0: click, man. But we
1: still, yeah, we still it still does, click, man. Dude.
0: It's, you know, as much as we all complain about, like, man, the news never talks about anything positive, they only talk about what gets views right? right so we drive that so if we stopped watching that they'd stop putting it on right it's economics so i think Again, as much it's the, as people say the dollar religion the, the dollar religion man as much as people say like hey i don't uh, i wish i don't watch the news because they never have anything positive to say it's bullshit we click and we click the articles that are like man gets face blown off and you know freak accident at factory you're like oh shit like if it said man what? wins employee of the month. yeah <laughs> what happened how'd he blow up his face we'd be all into that shit if it said man wins employee of the month unless you follow that shit up with uh after losing both legs we don't give a fuck we're not gonna click it man like it's it's crazy it's, uh, like it's almost um <laughs> you know i always laugh uh um you ever watch like um the Voice or like American Idol or like I always see clips on YouTube. Right. And and it's always the ones that's like, oh, this kid lost his, you know, s- pinkies when he was seven and he can play the piano with three fingers and he sings and normally they're really good singers right but toes always hit you differently than the you know the normal person who walks up there on both legs and can just sing and has his sight and all that stuff and i think it's because we like again we it's almost like we we enjoy the adversity i think of people overcoming something like that but it's also the interest factor of like we're almost not impressed unless you had to overcome something (laughs) fucked up We're like, oh, she's singing. Wait, but does she have both eyes? Fuck her. Like everybody can sing with two eyes, a vocal cord.
1: (laughs) So you know what's funny with me with with things like American Idol? Like, I will only watch the bad ones. (laughs) Like the ones that can sing. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 you can sing. Yeah, you can sing. (laughs) Moving on.
0: (laughs) But yo, they know that. Yeah, it's almost more impressive. Like, wait, you came on the show and you suck? That shit is entertaining, man. Like, who was the guy who made a whole career out of that? There was a guy on American Idol. Remember the Asian guy? The Asian guy. I don't yeah, remember, ear- I don't remember early what remember Yes, yeah. yes. He made an entire career of sucking. There's no excuse for any of us, man. You can what suck. What did he sing? I don't, I don't remember. Know. she bang. She remember that shit? He <laughs> came to me. I was like, I, I, for a minute I went, I don't know. Then I went, oh, wait, I do know. <laughs> You know why? Because I clicked on that fucking article a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, man. Holy shit, dude. Oh, man. man. Dude, I don't know if you uh, you gave me shit for watching uh, the golf thing with Tiger. Oh, and, did, uh, oh, yeah, I didn't watch Did you tune in at all? Nothing. Oh, my God. Nothing. Fascinating, man. <laughs> it was so good. I think, A, I never want to watch golf any other way. I, I don't really watch golf a lot anyway. If Tiger is... In contention on a Sunday, I'll tune in for the last, you know, like nine holes or right whatever, because I want to see it through. I, I like watching Tiger. But this was one of the most entertaining things, I think, in sports that I've seen in a long time. And even if we didn't have this whole, because part of me went like, is it because I'm bored because I haven't seen sports in a long yep. time? <laughs> yep. Let, <laughs> no, me go Let me go ahead and say it's that. It's not, Listen. man. You know what it is? It's, it's first they mic them up, right? So I can hear oh, that's good. Tiger and, and, and Phil. And Brady and Peyton talking shit to each other, which is great. Oh, so they did smack talk. Yo, yeah. Oh, it that's was so that is great. Good. At that, one that point, is good. Brady, I thought Brady was a bad shot away, dude, from chucking his whole bag into a lake. I guarantee it. Until he hit a, a crazy shot, which I'm like, that shit, no way, like anyway he was sucking so bad like they didn't want to talk smack because you can tell he was going to blow up like it was that close like it was uncomfortably bad like you've never been there but I've been out uh, golfing with buddies where like one of them is playing so bad that you won't even make fun of him because you're like this shit's going to turn into a fight right like that's that's where Brady was man and Tiger at one point goes Brady hits a drive and Tiger goes oh that'll find the fairway (laughs) on the other hole (laughs) and I lost my shit man I like to watch guys like that talk smack was great. And then to watch someone like Phil and Tiger, so they're coaching these guys along. So they're telling them what things to look for, like when they're putting and so, and it takes you through like their mindset. Right. Just phenomenal, man. I thought it was great. It was that, so entertaining. You know what that is? And I know that when when the
1: XFL was on this for the, for the month they were on or whatever, right? Cause they didn't last too long and now they're bankrupt and you know, whatever. But I thought they were on to something there, with miking up the players, yeah, and and the and the coaches, to hear right to hear them calling the plays. So I can I can definitely oh, yeah. see that tournament or that 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 was for charity, right?
0: Yeah, it raised twenty million dollars, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wow, charity, man. It was awesome. It was really good, um, dude. I think, yeah, I love that. The XFL thing, just will you mic people up. And I know, like, Major League Baseball and the NFL would do it every once in a while. They do it to one player, and they'll be like, oh, mic'd up. And they'll censor the shit out of it. Listen, Dude, major I'm going to tell you right now. Major League Baseball, you can't. Ugh. I don't even know. Who would you mic up in the MLB? Dude. The pitchers, maybe? Pitcher and catcher. And then I'd mic up um, pitcher, catcher, and a manager, I think, because that's where you see the game being called. Um Baseball would never do it. Actually, fuck it. Mike everyone. I think it would be. It listen. Baseball is so damn boring. I think you put a, a shot clock up, like you do <laughs> no, in you gotta, basketball. You gotta mic the guy in right field and then mic the guy in right field. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, it would be. And then don't censor. You know what? Baseball, right. MLB. Mm-hmm. If you if anybody working at MLB gets a hold of this shit, you could charge me like a ten dollar pay per view fee to watch a game uncensored with everyone mic'd up, and I'd pay it. Because, like, I hate when you get the mic'd up guys in the NFL or, or, like, even MLB where they'll mic somebody up and then they cut to it and show you, like, oh, here's what he was thinking during that tackle. It's like, no, it wasn't. You censored the shit out of that. If Ray Lewis hits you, Ray Lewis is dropping a couple F-bombs. He's yep. talking smack to you afterwards. He's a, like, I'd watch baseball if I could hear, first off, mic him up. And then if you get hit by a pitch, it should be like hockey. You should be allowed to fight. <laughs> Like, we're just going to give you two minutes to scrap.
1: Well, gonna... they, well, they they can, kind
0: of. No, no, no. I want them, like, you go no benches clearing balls. Like, the pitcher and the batter, we'll give you 90 seconds to duke it up. And then we'll separate you and we'll go a lot. That sh- I watch, I'd watch baseball just for that. Cause... Now,
1: now, <laughs> sometimes the, the, the guys get hit by mistake. But But clearly there's a lot of times. When it's not a mistake. It's never a mistake, man. No?
0: Use the pitch. Listen, man. I'm going to tell you right now. And I sucked, right? So I have no control over where my pitches are going. But I'm going to tell you right now. So there's the occasional ball that slips that goes that way. But you're going to tell me that someone who's been throwing a baseball for 10 to 15 years of their life and can put it in an exact spot at 90 miles an hour gets two feet away from that target and beans someone by accident, fuck out of here, man. It, it happens, I think, I think if, if you looked at 10 hit-by-pitches, one of them might be, like, accidental. I think. So, in that case, <laughs> yeah, you go,
1: go 90 seconds, let them fight. Somebody in baseball needs to be listening because they're about to give, they, they're trying to give these guys
0: pay cuts that nobody, that, that the McDonald's person wouldn't take. listen. As far as I'm concerned, dude, nobody watches baseball. They should take what they can get. I'm shocked at the money. As a matter of fact, I'm disappointed in us. This is two weeks in a row we've talked baseball on this. Sh- <laughs> this is the most press baseball has gotten <laughs> since like 2009.
1: This is- dude, the last one that I, the last thing I saw about it was, I guess the initial proposal was like they were going to take half, but now they want them to
0: take almost like half of the half. Well, if you play half a like, season, it's I think like it makes 25%. sense. 25%. But is it full game? Is it uh, what kind of schedule? So like to me, like I got 82 bro, game season. Yeah, that's fair, man.
1: You you're playing half 20, of what no, I'm paying you. For. 25%, bro.
0: I don't, listen, man, again. <laughs> you should pay me to watch baseball. This is how I feel about it at this point. No, I mean, that's fucked up. I think in any other profession, you're going to expect me to do That's my point. Yeah, you're going to expect me to pay... to, to you're going to pay me 50% of my salary. Yeah, like cuz essentially you're going we're going to play half the games. I can see that. And Th- that that makes sense. No, no, but I mean essentially what you're offering them is you're going to play 82 games, but we're going to pay you for 41. So you're giving them half. Oh, right. Even though you're playing, you know, cuz I don't know how it works, I get paid by game or a weekly or whatever, but I'm assuming it's based on a per game So even if you said you're going to pay them for the 82 games, that's fair. But now you're saying we're going to do an 82-game schedule, but we're going to pay you as if you only pay 41. That's a little... But the thing is, is that they're...
1: In addition to that, it doesn't affect everyone the same. So if you're one of the stars, right? If you're like Aaron Judge, you're going to get 25%. But the scrub
0: that makes maybe like a mil a year...
1: He'll, it's he'll, he'll
0: get, no, he'll get half. He'll get like five hundred. Oh, it wasn't it's not it's twenty five percent like over, maybe by
1: tiers. It's not yeah, it's almost like a like, okay. like a tier they want the they want the high dollar guys to take a bigger a bigger hit. Which it, I'm like, but those guys are, are the draw. Yeah. Like yeah, no, one's, draw. Nobody no one's 25. paying to see the five hundred K guy or the, no, no. the
0: million dollar guy, whatever. Like everybody makes that. Do you think if you're an Aaron Judge or Bryce Harper? If they said, "Guess guys, we need you to take a little bit of a hit so the other guys can make some money," and we're gonna pay everyone equal, everyone on the team makes five million, ten million a year this year. Do you think these guys would go for that?
1: No, absolutely not.
0: Yeah, you know, unless... and they shouldn't actually. I'm thinking <laughs> no, about that. They should. No, hell, you're right. No, if I'm Aaron Judge, no, like, listen, nobody's coming here to watch glabar torres as good as glabar torres is no he's not fucking selling tickets at Yankees, skating, good, right like that guy's but is he selling seats like no one's if if the if the yankees didn't have anyone but aaron judge people would tune in to watch an aaron judge at bat we're not tuning in to watch Glaybar torres head man I, and i like glabar torres i think I, you're yeah, right he's so good i, mean, I, I think, I like I think he's I got a future uh like a like a Padroya, as much as it fucking pains me to name a red Sox. i think he's gonna have that kind of pool where where dustin meant a lot to that team um i think Glaybar will But he's not drawing people to Yankees. He's not the star, the star power. No, no. Even uh, who's the shortstop? They just let go, which surprised me a little. But then I go, he wasn't Uh, Didi Flick. No, yeah, Flick. Yeah, (laughs) he really does, man. (laughs) Fucking Flick, dude. He Flick, Flick, man. Who was great? He's right. Was on that squad when they were sucking. You know, he took the mantle from. Where did he go? Uh, I don't even know, man doesn't uh, matter. He doesn't matter because he doesn't matter anymore. He won't get the publicity. But he's really good. But he wasn't moving seats, man. It wasn't until till Aaron, I think, came through. And then now they have, um, obviously, Giancarlo and that squad is getting stacked. But I don't think anyone was tuning in for Didi, man. In fact, I know they weren't because when Jeter left and that, and that Yankees team took a dive, I remember those those watching the games on T V, they would be empty. And Yankee Stadium was a hard ticket, uh, at one it's point. It's hard to get yep. and it was dead. In fact, it shocked me. I went to Yankee Stadium two years ago, first time at the new one, and I saw Yankees Red Sox. Um, and I got great tickets through my previous employer, but um they it was Yankees Red Sox in June and the stadium wasn't sold out. Really? Nope. It's shocking. Yankees Red Sox June, Tuesday night. Um, Yankees have Aaron Judge. The squad, the the team was good. It was a team that was competing. In fact, I think that's the year they got eliminated by the Astros, um, the, the, the infamous Astros the, yeah. team that that's now on the scandal. Yeah, on the whole scandal. Um, and it wasn't sold out, which wow. shocks me because Yankees Red Sox used to be the hardest ticket to get in that town, man. For Let's for Yankees, you
1: would game. never know it from from the you know watching it on TV. I say those camera guys do great. They make they make the Rays stadium look full.
0: Mm-hmm. listen, I feel like as cameraman training, you should be forced to be a camera guy for the Jacksonville Jaguars for two years of your career, and if you can frame that <laughs> you you graduate to anywhere else you can make Jacksonville look full you can go
1: they just gotta p just gotta pan out to the pool yeah. <laughs> So true. Look at these folks Yo, in the pool. I thought that was genius. It is. Right? Because you go, we can't sell seats, put in a pool, yep. charge a premium rate for the pool,
0: and then and serve
1: drinks. Who yeah. the fuck in the fucking
0: Jacksonville can afford like a $20,000, 30000 uh, pool party ticket thing? I guess you get it's it as a city, group man. of. It's, of a, friends. it's a
1: city. You can get Yeah, yeah you just, guess, just do man. the groups, man. You've been you to got...
0: Jacksonville, man. I'm, I'm not, not, to I'm not giving them credit as a city. I'm not I'm not I'm using that in quotations. <laughs> no fucking way, man. I drove through there. Yeah. On the way up on the way up to New York. I go I used to go every year when the I'm a Titans fan, long story, but uh I used to go over there every year when the Titans came into town and I'd go to Jacksonville. There isn't a fucking thing to do in Jacksonville, man. Other and, and I remember getting shit from people at games and uh even they couldn't even trash talk like effectively because like deep down they were hurt, you know? <laughs> Cause they had to live in Jacksonville? Like Shout out to Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rico. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that
1: guy. Good for him, man. But he is there is who's his competition? Everybody, man. No, 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 no. But who do they have?
0: <laughs> Sorry, who do they actually sign? Uh, man, first of all, I don't think that kid's gonna be good. I, and he lit up the Titans at one point, but I don't think he's I don't think that's permanent, right? So they got rid of Foles. Shout out to Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't Foles a bear now? Yep. Is he? Yeah. Okay, that's your future quarterback. So, yeah, who did they sign, man? I don't know. Listen, the, the Jacksonville isn't going to do shit this year. I think I think that guy wants to move that team anyway, um, and he should. Because I think it's – you know, can you imagine, dude, you work your entire life, right? Like, and uh, you bust your ass and you, you you get accepted to a good college. You play thing. You're good enough to make it to the NFL and then they make you live in Jacksonville. <laughs> How <laughs> fucked up is that? They're like, "Damn, you can put me by Disney?" <laughs> yeah. You're like, "You you have the access and money to do anything you want in life, but you got to live in Jacksonville for 6 months out of a year." Holy <laughs> shit, man. That's
1: no, I have not. I have not had the the pleasure of of actually visiting Jacksonville. I usually just drive oh, through
0: yeah, it, as anyone should. On ninety five, I'm fucking with Jacksonville. <laughs> Shout out Duval. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that shit. dude. The NFL is going to be interesting this year. Do you think they start on time? That's a good question.
1: I think they do. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. they do. I think they do. I think that. I think that if if there is some kind of like relapse, or or I don't even know what they what they call it, you know, like <laughs> relapse. It's a relapse, right? It's like a dr- <laughs> it's like we're on COVID nineteen. <laughs> it's a relapse. <laughs> it's a relapse. Uh, I don't know what else to call it. So we're gonna go relapse. We're we'll going relapse. Right. So if there's a relapse, then you know maybe things change. But as as things are looking right now. It looks like you know the 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 major league teams, whether it be NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL, like they're really trying hard. You know, like yeah. they're, they're and they're willing to go without fans, which they should. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that'll Absolutely. be. I don't know how to be for the players, but again, mic them up, mic them up, dude, mic them up, make you know, take away that the the damn. Um, the monopoly that that DirecTV has on the NFL package you know give me something where like I'm a Bears fan I want to just see Bears games give me a package that's what I want to see and I, and I don't want to watch it after the fact I want to watch it live
0: yeah live. you know
1: they, they need to do something with that and, and if they have to do without fans mic up the players like it's it's, it's another realm of, of entertainment that, that
0: we're just not used oh to God. dude can you imagine J.J. Watt at the line talking shit to baker mayfield like and i who else would watch a, a, a texans a browns game right like i'd watch that just because i know the shit talking listen leagues charge me whatever you want mic up every player and pay-per-view that shit and don't censor it i would pay i would pay a premium price to watch that man yeah i, I, would, I would absolutely actually man i do have a limit before we, you, yeah, I think could, I don't know, man. I think it could be it. the COVID talking and, la- and a lack of live sports. But right now, I'm willing to give up a lot, <laughs> dude. I So I don't know if you saw the NBA is planning on on coming back as like a almost like a FIFA like a World Cup style tournament. Have you now, seen I, that? Okay, so I, I I saw that news today.
1: Yeah, oh. to explain to me because you know I'm not a soccer fan. Oh, so great, man! Tell me what is the 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 what is this this
0: playoff picture? I, look I like? love this, man. So. And I'm going to get some of this wrong, but you'll get the gist of it. So what the World Cup does, right, is that there's a drawing, almost like the NCAA tournament. You know how they pick, oh, here are the teams who made the tournament, right? So obviously everyone knows who made the tournament, but then what they do is you get drawings for groupings. So let's say there's four groupings. So you potentially, if depending on your grouping, you have an easier or a harder path through the playoff, right? Right. And then what happens is you don't play a seven game series against someone, you know, like Nicaragua plays Cuba, you know, in their grouping. They play they play each team almost twice. And then once you get you lose twice, you get bounced. So but now it's like I play this team. Then two, three days later, I'm playing a different team Then two. And then eventually you play everyone twice in each group stage. And then at some point, once you start dwindling down the teams, then it becomes knockout. You lose and you're one and done. That would be, listen, do I want to watch seven games of Magic and Nets? (laughs) Fuck no. Yes. And I'm a Nets fan. Go Magic. And we live in Orlando, right? So I would not want to watch seven games. But if you put the Lakers against the Clippers, potentially, let's say they get grouped in the same grouping round one. And now you get Lakers Clippers once and then, you know, one of them wins. And then whoever they play next, say they go and they play Oklahoma or they play Toronto and then they lose again. Now they face each other for elimination. Just like a week into the tournament, sense of urgency on games like that, man. Oh my god, I yeah. would that, love to watch something like that, man. That
1: would be sick if it was a true lottery ball, you know, selection. Don't let it be by committee.
0: No, I think it's going to be randomized. You have to. I think to make it work you because because teams are going to complain about getting screwed with their yeah. grouping, right? Like if you're the Lakers and then suddenly in your grouping, you get you do get the Clippers and then you do get uh, Houston and then you get somebody, you're going to go, well, what the fuck? I got to go through, right? If you're the Lakers, you're like, all right, give me Atlanta, give me Memphis, give me, you know, and eliminate the conferences. To me, just open it up and just put groupings regardless of conference. And then you're, if you're the Lakers, you're like, please give me the magic. Please give me the Nets. <laughs> give me the Knicks. The Knicks wouldn't even qualify in a tournament like that if you let 25 teams in.
1: So, but if you do that, then
0: does this year's champion have an asterisk next to it? Listen, it's 2020, man. Everybody has a fucking asterisk. I don't think it matters, man. I think I think when people are debating like GOATS, and let's say LeBron does win this one, right? People are going to go, oh, but he won that one in 2020 that wasn't a real tournament, right? And then I think the any the argument would be, well, was it a one and done situation? Because then I would argue that it's a harder title to win, right? If it becomes a two, no, it's, out,
1: it's absolutely yeah. is it absolutely is a harder one to win.
0: I'm just saying, like if they go, you know, if they go
1: back to the way things were, or right, or or, or does it generate so much buzz that you go, oh yeah, we're adapt- we're adapting to
0: this uh, to, to this to new this one, new one, yeah, and that's what I mean, we're doing think, from now on. See, I think you people are gonna do that i do agree but i i I don't agree with the idea that that should be a thing because then you could take that uh you know like to infinity Because then you go, well, what about conferences before they were realigned? What Magic won it when X teams were in his conference? Jordan won it when these teams were in his conference. You know, like it never ends. Like the discussion, you could keep making that forever. Like, are we counting records before minorities were allowed to play sports? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not counting any of those. (laughs) Like, I'm not counting any. of If you're a white guy and you own any sports record, I'm not counting if you weren't allowed to play against minorities. Sorry. So like, (laughs) so. Listen, if if it has been if it hasn't been broken yet, <laughs> nah, I'll give you, you credit gotta, for that. If it hasn't been broken you gotta, you gotta, gotta broken give it to yet, him, right? But I'm never going, oh, that whatever hitter in 1930, my guy was a beast. No, he wasn't. Babe right? Ruth. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Fuck Babe Ruth. Listen, until he had a Julio chucking 90 mile an hour fastballs at him, I don't want to hear shit about Babe Ruth. <laughs> it was El Duque, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That that would be. Oh man, I think if the NBA did a World Cup style tournament like that, a A, then you go screw it. We're not going. We're not going to play this regular season and then do playoffs, right? You go. We're going to expand our playoffs so it's going to be twenty teams in it, twenty five, whatever, and we're just going to do like an NCAA tournament type thing. That would be, I think, that would be sick. That would be sick. I. You'd watch every game because they matter, right? Like, if, if – I don't care how good a team – even the Warriors in their heyday, if they're playing Denver round one, I'm tuning out game two and three. I might watch game one, watch them get blown out by half, and I'm checking out. Like, I'm not – now you yeah. do this, I'm watching everything.
1: I would think that I would – I mean, like, I tend to watch – I watch all of the rounds. I can't say that I watch all of the games. I love when there's the when there's that many games on in one evening – Right, cause I'm a basketball fan, right? So, so I watch all of that. But yes, to your point, if there's, if it's, if it's a blowout, or you know, if, 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 if they're facing like an elimination, and you go like, and eh, there's no chance of this team coming back against this powerhouse Warriors
0: team, I'm probably not watching. Tuned ones. out. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares. And um, but before we we cut this one for this week, man. Shout out to Lance Armstrong, man. Like. <laughs> Dude, I have to watch the 30 for 30. I ain't watched that shit, right? I have to watch And I may. I, I haven't decided, man. I may, but I haven't watched it. But I just keep seeing the commercial, and I go, who else has ever made us give a fuck about bicycling? <laughs> like, like, you think about it. Like, as much shit as people want to give Lance Armstrong, no one watched. No no one watches cycling at all till this day so let them all juice right because it's, fuck, it's it's so like it took a guy losing one of his nuts and juicing for us to be like uh, bicycling things pretty hard huh <laughs> 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 fucking, like if you can make first of all Cycling's not a, a not an exercise, man. Any of us can get... I'm going to say that shit right now. The reason they all juice is because it's not hard. So they're all trying to like, all right, how do we make this more interesting and make it so we're not all equal because every single one of us can pedal a fucking bike for four hours. Like the Tour de France is what, a day? of riding a bike or whatever I have I don't even no know what it is. idea a day a week I don't care bro I could ride a bike from here to Sarasota I'm, I'm pretty sure like in a day or two's time and I'm gonna be tired afterwards but I'm not a world class athlete and I could do it I'm not giving you credit for riding a fucking bike so the mere fact that we talk about cycling is a credit to Lance Armstrong and his doping cause it would've never happened and he's got a two part series yeah dude who who else is we're not getting a MJ, water polo MJ 30 30. only had 10 yep he <laughs> <laughs> this guy is getting listen we're not getting a 30 30 for water polo equally as stupid right we're not getting. we're not, <laughs> for cricket for icing I, yeah listen Lance Armstrong if you can make anyone care about cycling you have done your job and as far as I'm concerned you deserve whatever you want like he should be able to juice and, and then I think have you ever seen the stats for the people juicing in that era no. Oh, dude, it's like ninety but something. I was gonna say they, they all did it. They all did. Yeah. So it's fucking equal, right? Like, why are we mad at Lance? Like, I, I, I don't, don't even know. know how many he won. I'm not. I'm glad. Listen, I want him to come back and juice some more. Like, in fact, I think we should be able to watch them juice. You want to talk about miking up? I think we should all watch the regimen of juicing and then be like, all right, man, let's see what let's see what they can let's do. see what that <laughs> what that dosage does to him <laughs> this week.
1: <laughs> <Are you laughs> Yo, and on that note. <laughs> carbon footprint thank you for joining us yeah come back next week i don't even know what the hell we calling on this one because we always name them after the fact
0: <laughs> and it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter man shout out to you guys for listening uh remember uh, you follow me on uh at juan on stage on all social media platforms and i'm at s verona v-a-r-o-n-a is there a number in there Nope. At the end of it? Nope. Right. I don't I don't think so. If there's if there is, I don't know. It's right. Just find us. Just find us. Yeah, look for us. Uh, and shout out to you guys for listening. Thank you. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Later. Peace.